Hello. Welcome to Always on a Sunday with Den and Lowe. Season 2, Episode 4 is coming right at you. I am taking the paper wrapper off of this cupcake that looks so interesting. You're doing that in a very meticulous fashion like you're a surgeon. It's like you've got your scalpel. I am a surgeon. You're, remo- <laughs> you're removing the paper oh, but look in a at very this. surgical manner. Yes, well, I because these are super yummy pastries from Luca's. So I want to make sure. Now? Well, I cut it and I laid it on its side after I took the paper wrapper off. Oh, look at that. Wow, look at the it's inside. It's chocolate cupcake with some kind of chocolate frosting dipped down into the center of the cupcake. And almost as high as the cupcake itself is this pile of some kind of white creamy stuff. Well, it's honey, it's not white. It's peanut butter. It's and then peanut it's, butter color. And then it's dipped in chocolate. or It has chocolate ganache poured over it. I'll do the technical terms. You go ahead with your... Well, just let me... I'm cutting it now that it's been cut in a half. I'm cutting it into each half into thirds, so I'll have six mouthfuls, because this is really a big cupcake. I've never seen anybody dissect a cupcake before they eat it, so to me, this is fascinating. Well, I'm glad you're fascinated by it. Next show's at 11. (laughs) And I suppose this isn't good for my diet, since I'm supposed to be back on Jenny Craig today. But I have to do this. What are you doing? I'm trying to lick all the chocolate off my finger and thumb. (laughs) Okay, here goes the first bite. All right. One-sixth of a cupcake. Is it good? That is good. What's good about it? Well, first of all, the peanut butter and chocolate flavors are interesting. In combination, they're always good. I mean, think about a peanut butter cup, how -hmm. delicious that is. But this has also got a different texture profile. The peanut butter flavor is soft and silky. And the cupcake is light and fluffy, so it's really quite different than a peanut butter cup. So is this something you'd want to put on your buy again list? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, Dunbo, you are hilarious. So, I mean, you made a comment earlier that we're back on Jenny Craig today because on Wednesday we had a power outage and we had to go off of Jenny Craig because we had no power for two days, and we couldn't open our refrigerator or freezer. Yep. So we had to get salads at Panera, and... We had to graze. We had to go out into the community <laughs> and find our meals. It was almost like hunting. Yeah, it was a hunting and gathering. Yeah. Lots of that. Yeah. So we've been spoiled for sure by having a freezer full of, you know, fresh frozen meals, because they say they're not, um, they don't call them... 
I don't know if they, they don't call them like a packaged meal, but they're fresh frozen because they've got the low, they follow the compliance for low sodium and all the different things. They don't have preservatives or anything in them. So we've been quite spoiled by our yeah. Jenny Craig entrees. Yeah, and the supplements for the Jenny Craig meals, uh, especially lunch and dinner, are several servings of vegetables. And fruit. And, and fruit. And uh, so when the power went out, not only did our freezer stuff thaw, but our refrigerator stuff got to cook. Oh, my God. You know, 100 degrees or 90 degrees or better. Mm-hmm. Who knows what it was in the refrigerator after the chill went out. But uh, we found puddles. You found the puddles. You just showed them to me yeah, this morning. Yeah, the freezer defrosted. Yeah, the and, and where defrosted. the refrigerator, whatever the condensation was collected some kind of residue and left it on the shelves so oh yeah some of the vegetables decomposed in those two days in the refrigerator and like leaked out and yeah so whatever i had to clean the whole refrigerator but yeah so to me the interesting part was that we were like what are we gonna do now we have to go out and find food uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is what our ancestors for generation after generation after generation for thousands of years have had to do but we aren't farmers uh, we didn't have chickens to go pluck or radishes to go pull out of the garden and wash off you know we're fortunate to live in a community where we could take a shower and <laughs> yeah. i think it was hilarious because it became like a big thing of well, what are we going to eat today what are we going to eat tonight yeah i think one time we got um, something from Carl's Cabin one night. I think was didn't we get something from there two times? Uh, probably we had pork it's chops. We, yeah. Oh yeah, we had and we, we had, had a, grilled pork chop and tomahawk. a hamburger. Yeah, that was a really good pork chop. Tomahawk pork chop. And then yeah. yesterday we were at Zingerman's and had the black bean and hominy burger, burger. which was an experience, Super and an good. omelet. We split a burger and we split an omelet. Yeah. And we had this wonderful heirloom tomato and cucumber salad with ricotta cheese and it was really like an herb. Herbs, yeah, it was really fabulous. good. And then we for dessert we had a peach slice of peach pie and a cherry hand pie that we split. So yeah, yeah everything was great that we were able to procure for ourselves. <laughs> well, and here's the beauty of the timing of all this: is our Jenny Craig scale ran out of battery power and we didn't have batteries so we have no idea how close we are to our previous weight before the power outage yeah oh my god well maybe tomorrow we'll get on the scale and see how much damage we did over the last yeah few days. darn it i had to go buy batteries yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> it, and the, the real clue that the scale didn't work is i stepped on the scale and it said i weighed 92 pounds <laughs> i said you know I've been wanting to lose weight, but not that much. I wondered when I saw it, because I, I don't know what I was doing, but I did look over, and I thought maybe just the first numeral was out. And yeah. so maybe it was 192, but, it, but then when <laughs> I got on it, it said I was 11 pounds more than that, so it clearly was broken. But I don't know. We've got I put the new batteries in that you brought home, so we'll have to try it tomorrow. No, I put the new batteries in. Oh, yeah, you put the new batteries yeah, in. You I know what? I thought in. I was going to put them in, so I opened up the thing. Uh-huh. 
And then I saw that you put the batteries yeah, in. Yeah, I put yeah, the batteries so in. Yeah, so I feel like I, I put them in, too, because I remember opening up the back just to... Yeah, well, it was a team effort. <sighs> yeah, but that power outage thing put me into a f- little bit of a tipsy-turvy thing, you know, because we, we had to work. Well, we lost our internet. We lost... Yeah, there was no internet. Everything and... No you know, power. It's, um, no air conditioning. Makes me really want to get one of those generators that's gas that not the kind that we have the mobile generator i want to get like a full house generator and get it like permanently hooked up to the house after well we'll have to explore that after we get our fence and yeah backyard arranged the way we want it yeah because we'll probably have to have a cement pad poured for it yeah you know and maybe it should i don't know what side of the house it should be on but well, I think does it need it to go by be, the box? It, it needs need to, go to go by, by the, the power box. breaker box. It needs to go oh, right okay. there. Oh well, then that'd be perfect for us. Yeah. Well, anyway, so yeah, we had to rough it this week. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was interesting too. The storm really did cause a lot of tree damage. Oh and yeah. One of our neighbors just across the street had uh, damage on her home from. A big tree branch that fell out of her neighbor's tree. Yeah, and I don't, and I mean that tree branch was more like the trunk of a of a normal tree. I mean, it's huge, huge. Yeah, it was probably it, a good twelve inches in diameter at, at least. least. Yeah, and I think the pieces that were out there were some of them. I think at the some base of, were of bigger, it, when yeah. you see the cut where they went and cut off yeah. the tree, it was like eighteen inches wide or two yeah. feet wide. I mean. But the it was like a weird wind shear went through, and I when I talked to her, she you know she said she heard a swoosh sound, and you said you heard a swoosh sound. Yeah. So I think you guys heard like the wind shear go through, and then that thing came down, and then on the block west of us there was a tree that came down onto the power lines, and that's what's knocked out our power for our our little neighborhood here. And there was uh, over on Irvin, which I think is a couple of streets over. And north, there was another big tree down. Mm-hmm. So there were lots of big trees down or branches yep. out of big trees. and So it's just, uh, we're very fortunate that we took our tree down. Oh, our big one? Yeah. Yeah. Or it might have been in the house. I'm going to pull that hair out of your nose. Okay, well, don't do it while I'm going to do recording. it right now. No, right you're now. not. It might hurt. Nope. Well, you might scream. Well, you're plugging your nose so I don't pull that hair out. That hair is literally hanging out of your nose. Okay, great. It's great. Too. It's great. Oh, yes. I can see it. It's like a it's like a half inch long. Oh, Denver. good. So maybe I'll be it's growing It's right there. That. Right there. Maybe that's why my lip is tickling. It's <laughs> so long that it's tickling my upper lip. It's distracting me. S- sorry to distract you. You are distracting me you with distract the hair coming me. out of your nose. Yeah, but I don't distract I don't distract you with hair coming out of my nose. Well, thank God for that. <laughs> you would be disgusted. <laughs> See, that's the thing. If you saw me with a hair coming out of any orifice of my body, you'd be like, there's a hair. And you'd want me to do something about it right away. But now I point out I, a hair I on you. I beg to differ. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, you said out of any orifice, and I don't I believe that's true. Out, I'm telling you right now, if I had a hair coming out of my butthole, <laughs> you'd be the first one to tell me about it. I would have to get close to it just yeah. to double check. Yeah, and so, you'd be like, there's an eyelash on your brown you, eye. Why don't you... <laughs> you? I know exactly what you Why don't you, you pull say. your pants down and bend over and <laughs> let me check. Let, I'd like to check. Exactly. You like to check. I'd That's like so to check. But you would not... But my point is, 
you would not want a woman to have weird hairs coming out. You would point it out because you're that way. Yeah, well. You would not let me go around with some. That's right. And I won't go around with this hanging out of my nose, but we're not going to play with it while we're recording. After the recording's done and after I'm done, you know, I have a cupcake that's only half eaten. Oh, yeah, I After see the that. cupcake's gone and the recording is done, you can then pluck away. Then I can get the tweezers and pull that hair out <laughs> you of can pluck I think away. I need to get that little... I've got one of those little mini trimmers for You can nose use hairs. that, too, if you want. Yeah, and I should do your sideburns while I'm at it, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you're hilarious, Dumbo. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you remember having power outages when you were a kid? No. I was going to say the wheels are turning. No. You're going, bank it, you're going back in the memory banks. Yeah, I don't remember ever having a power outage until I was an adult. And I'm thinking of my homes when I had my first home. Well, actually, when I rented a trailer, I had power but no heat. The furnace quit oh, okay. in the middle of winter. Yeah, well, that's not the same as a power outage. Well... It's We it's had a pretty big one here it. in 2011. We had a pretty yeah. big one where that whole grid went out from New York through yes. Ohio and yes. part of Michigan. Well, it was before that. 2011. No, it was no, before no, it that. Was. You're right, because it was sometime between 2000 and 2005. Was it 2001? It was 2000. One. And... I remember I was turning in a lease car that day and I got rear-ended at a light because somebody thought the light was green. Actually, the street light went out. And the moment I was going to return the lease car to the dealership, which is, you know, a mile and a half away, um, the power went out and I got rear-ended that yeah. day. But I do remember the power was out for four or five days. Yeah. And this living room that you're sitting in was filled with candles. I had all on the hearth of the fireplace. I had all different heights. It was just like gothic in here with all the candles. I had candles in the bathroom. I had a candle on the front porch. I had a candle on the back porch because it was pitch black. It was August of 2001. Yeah, I remember that. It was that. really dark. And I, I remember just remembered that. this whole place just being filled with candles. And I don't even know. I think right now I only have one or two candles. So we've, we've got to. I don't know what we would do if we had to go for days on end. Well, I think the timing of that was a um, milestone. I'd have to double-check the the year, but I do remember that outage because I had I was still married to my ex, and my niece and nephew were both going to go to get tonsil surgery, tonsillectomies, and they were in Buffalo, New York, or a suburb. And I insisted that I was going to go see those kids before their surgeries. And my ex wanted to fight about it. And like, boom, 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 boom. I was boom, like, no, boom, you boom. can't go. And I said, no, I'm going. You, oh, you're, you're welcome to go. Yeah. But I'm going. And um, the, the reason which I articulated at the time was I had a coworker who had twin daughters that went for a tonsillectomy, and one of the twins died on the operating table. Oh, it no. was a real tragedy. And I said, I'm not going to let those kids, we've never visited them. 
I'm not going to let those kids go in for tonsillectomies and have the kind of regrets that Carla had, so I'm going. Mm -hmm. Come along if you wish, but I am going. And it was all during this power outage thing. As I was approaching the bridge at Port Huron, <laughs> I got a cell phone call from my dad who said, Hey, uh, where are you at? And I said, Well, I'm in the U.S., just ready to go across the bridge. And he says, You better get gas before you go into Canada because there's a big power outage. Mm. And I says, Well, I'll get gas as soon as I get into Canada because I'm not getting off this close to the bridge. Dad says, well, I hope you don't regret it. So uh, the first exit past the the Sarnia. little town. Yeah, yep. Sarnia. Sarnia, Canada. Yeah, I Windsor, Ontario. turned off, followed Sarnia, the signs, Ontario. turned off, and the gas station said, sorry, we can't pump any gas. We have no power. I said, where's the next closest one? And the guy said, well, down the road about three miles, so I drove about three more miles down the road a little in the little town, not near the uh, highway, and uh, they had a generator, and they were still pumping gas. So wow, you got lucky, Dennis. I got very lucky, and um, everything worked out with the kids, though I think uh, Robert had a little complication. He had to go back in the next day for some extra bleeding that was going on, but I never regretted doing that. Yeah. Well, I love it that your dad called you, even at your advanced age. Your father was calling you. I mean, that's oh, yeah. something my dad would have done. Yeah. And I that's think that that's kind of cute that our both of our dads were that way. That yeah. It doesn't matter how old we are. They're going to call us and give us their best advice. That's why there's 12 emergency packs in the garage. It's because every time you bought a new car or Joseph <laughs> bought a new car, your dad made an emergency kit for the new car. That's so funny, yeah. And every time you took a trip on a plane, he made sure that you had a flashlight yep. to carry in your carry-on bag with an extra battery. Well, that's because he was in, a, in, in two, 1991, he was in an earthquake in downtown San Francisco. Yeah. And he was way up in the hotel. He was way up high on the floors of the Marriott in the financial district. And there was a earthquake. And um, he was glad that he had a flashlight. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, you know, it's one of those life experiences that changes you. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, that's why I'm fixated on it. I think I was saying to you the other day, we need to have flashlights. Where's our flashlight? Well, I've got a... Three of the big Mongo Home Depot flashlights I know, in the I garage, love those. and uh, one of those that is a lantern for the room, so you can light up your doggy area. Yes, in the that's basement. what it's all about—is having light for my dogs because they don't really like it when it's pitch black. I don't care about your dogs, but I do care <laughs> care about you. <laughs> and the only good thing about those dogs is the smile they put on your face. Oh, I know. So wonderful. They're so cute, honey. Well, the smile on your face is cute. Yeah. Well. So can I eat the rest of my cupcake yes, now? Yes, you can eat your cupcake, <laughs> Denbo. So, okay, well, we only did a short episode today, but I think that's good enough for a Sunday. Well, a, we could talk about something else. It's a hot summer Sunday. Well, that's a fact. It's like 91 degrees out. And it's super like, it's like 88% humidity or some crazy high number of humidity. It's kind of like, almost like foggy here. Well, so. yeah, I forgot to mention that when I drove over, I guess it would have been Friday morning to 
cancel our extra days reservation at the Holiday Inn where mm-hmm. we spend a night, the uh, you couldn't see down Five Mile Road. It was all foggy, fogged over. Mm-hmm. And so with the heat and the heavy rains that we had, it just has been really weird. Yeah. Really weird. But you know what's good about this? Temperature. I think it's good. I like the heat and humidity. It's also really good for your skin. Like, you don't get that dried out skin look. It, you don't have to use moisturizer on a day like today. It's just like your skin is moist. It, you look good. Everybody looks good in this type of weather. <laughs> You're looking at me like I've got two heads. No, I'm just trying to figure out. I don't notice like the your difference. Wrinkles. Yeah, like you hardly have any wrinkles on a day like today because it's so moist out. Like we went for our walk this morning at the park. Yeah. We were walking in this moist air and I love it and I love to sit in it. I just, I love it because in February when it's 22 degrees and dry and freezing and I've got dry skin because I can't seem to drink enough water or get enough moisturizer on. I just remember to the summer, you know, even like walking on a parking lot with hot asphalt, that feel, that radiating heat coming up at you, 130 degrees or 140 degrees, whatever it is, that feels so good. That makes me nuts. <laughs> and, and I love so that. Every time I walk from outside inside, I say, thank God for air conditioning, because I just don't like to sweat. When we went for our walk this morning, it was about 70, 72, 73, somewhere in that range, which was comfortable. There, but it was, it was moist. That it didn't bother me because the temperature was down. But, you know, I, when I was a teenager, I spent two summers in Florida where it was hot and very humid every single day. Yeah. And did I they just have, hate it. Did your it. grandmother have air conditioning or not? Yeah. Or a swamp. Sometimes people have swamp coolers. Yeah, well, she had an air conditioner. Um, and the weird thing is, in a lot of the houses in that subdivision, they had the air conditioner exiting the living room. It was a wall-mounted air conditioner, and it exited into the garage. So the heat would go into the garage, and everybody would have their garage door up a little bit to exit the heat from the garage. It was very weird. Do you think they did that because it was so sunny and they didn't want to burn the unit out by... Like, they wanted the unit to be... I thought it was On an interior wall to be shaded instead of, like, on an exterior wall, like, and then maybe get too much heat? I don't know. Because Florida could get quite warm. I thought it was just for being cheap. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Well, doesn't matter. I don't know. And um, speaking of which... The uh, really weird thing is, I'm trying to figure out why they would change the name of her street. Her address was 42 David Drive in Newport, Ritchie, Florida, but they've changed the name of the street to something else. And the only rational reason that I can think of is that there must have been another David Drive somewhere in the same zip code. I don't know. Maybe people didn't like the name David. I don't know. There's a lot of solid people named David. I know, but maybe like the people in the neighborhood said it doesn't really fit with the other street names or something. You know, because sometimes there's street names that have themes. Some neighborhoods, like it's all tree names, like Seminole. And... Well, this was uh, Shamrock Estate. Is, is a Seminole a tree? 
or is no, that it's a, a Native, Native American. American yes. Okay. Well, that so that's not good. So like Oak Street, like every town has an Oak Street, or I was just saying the other day, every town has a Maple Street. Yeah. Yeah, so sometimes you sometimes or a Washington Street or yeah or yeah Michigan Jefferson Avenue. or yeah. Michigan Avenue or whatever. Like I think there's got to be like a Michigan Avenue in almost every major town. In every in even the small ones, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe I'm thinking maybe they didn't just the people in the neighborhood just didn't like the name, or maybe they added on to the subdivision. Maybe they connected that street with another street on a phased build of another subdivision next to it and they decided to carry the name from that subdivision over there. I mean, who knows? you got to look it yeah, up and well, find out. I'm sure there's I, an I, explanation. I looked and I couldn't believe that I didn't see a connection to Shamrock Estates and this street went all the way through to the next major road. So I don't know what happened, but well, so, for some reason they changed it. I don't know. We can find out anything on the internet. Yeah. Speaking of which, my mother mentioned that she had, while my brother-in-law was up there, he did some research on the internet, and he found information about her first adoptive father's death. Mm. So she was really fascinated with that, and I, I love the fact that my family members, including my brothers and sisters-in-law, are able to help mom and help oh, her uncover some of the mysteries of you know, her life, she's lived a very healthy, long life, and even at age 92, she can find out things that she perhaps had as a mystery in her past. Which is wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Thanks to technology and the fact that now we have electronic records and things like that, so it is wonderful that she lived this long, that she can get answers to some of these questions. Yeah. And I remember her joy at the day I found the record of her first adoptive mother changing her name. And uh, so it, it's just interesting to unpack some of the historical connections. And it reminds me of one of the new shows that we love to watch called Who Do You Think You Are? Mm -hmm. And people are discovering all kinds of things about their past and some of it good and some of it not good. Exactly, and that's why I don't live in the past. Yeah, well... I just try to keep we, moving forward. We, we lived in the past. We can't live back there again. We have to live today because we don't know we've got tomorrow. Right. It's getting too deep for me already, honey. It's Sunday. Well... It's Sunday fun day. You need to get higher boots. <laughs> I need to get my Nancy Sinatra boots on. These boots are made for walking. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, that reminds me of the recent exposure we had to the Wrecking Crew video that they showed on Hulu. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Had a little segment with Nancy. I'm sure it was done quite a few years ago, but it was an interview with her about her experience and her father's experience recording with these musicians. And the Wrecking Crew was a like a backup band out in L.A., right? They were studio musicians okay. who were called upon to perform for a number of artists. And um, one of the most notable ones was Glenn Campbell, who performed as a guitar player. 
And Leon Russell was in the And writing. Leon Russell. I mean, a indeed. lot of famous, several famous people. Yes. Yeah. I know, that was a great show. Was that on Hulu? It was on Hulu. Isn't that funny that we talk about Hulu? Because five years ago, we weren't talking about Hulu. I don't know if Hulu existed five years ago. It might have, but we just didn't know about it. Yeah. But We're it, slow to the to the new stuff. Yeah. Well, but once we catch on, we latch on. Yeah, well... <laughs> If I could just get them to start cranking out more than seven or eight episodes of Mrs. Maisel at one time. <laughs> but they put a lot of work into that. You can tell they really are focused on capturing the period details, yeah. you know, for their story. Oh, and, my gosh. Yeah. And they spend a lot of time on the fashions and the cars. Yes. I don't know if you picked up on that, like it stuck out to me. Right. They want to be correct for the period. Yeah, because that's all relevant to the story and the time and the place and, you know, women, how they were treated back then and stuff. So, yeah, it's all relevant. Yeah. All right, love bug. Well, I think I'm going to have to go get something else because the cupcake and the brownie that I had is okay, but it's not savory enough to satisfy my craving for salt. So I need to have something else like real dinner or a pepperoni pizza. Oh, well, I was thinking maybe something the exact opposite extreme, perhaps a trip over to Woodward Avenue and... To the custard cup? Yeah. I don't know. I'm feeling like I've had too much with the sweetness, and I just think I need something salty. I well, need like a salt chaser. Oh, well... You know what we I mean? Could, like a pepperoni pizza or we something could stop salty, it. honey. What can I get that's salty? Um... Aside from licking your forehead. <laughs> I was thinking of something a little lower, but... <laughs> You're so silly. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'll clear my throat. Tacos are salty. That would be Tacos are tacos. salty, but where could we get good tacos? Well, there's lots of places here in the Detroit area to get great tacos. Hey, well... But between here and the custard cup. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so your end goal is still to get to the custard cup. Yeah, well, still, that's still the end run, right? It, so somehow we need be. to... Well, you know, we could have our Jenny Craig dinner and then go to the custard cup. Sure. We could Start do with health and then and slide then slide off down into it. Because it's Sunday. Because I yeah. cheat every Sunday, so okay. All right, lover. Well, all right. We'll talk again soon. I hope so. Have a great week. It's always on a Sunday. Love you. I love you, Lois. Kisses.